So once again, Merry Christmas to all of you. On this Sunday, within the octave of Christmas, uh, once again, we celebrate the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And this is a very beautiful and significant feast in many ways because, you know, while the majority of the liturgical year focuses in on the public life of Jesus, his, his preaching, his miracles, his passion, death, and resurrection, and ascension into heaven, we can't overlook the fact that the public life of the Lord lasted a brief three years at most. So how significant then were those preceding 30 years in which he did not teach or work miracles or struggle, but rather simply chose to live a quiet, hidden life, obedient to Mary and Joseph. Those silent years of the Holy Family in Nazareth, I think, can speak volumes to us and have much to teach us. In 1954, um, Pope Paul, Pope St. Paul VI gave an address on Nazareth, which is actually featured in the Liturgy of the Hours in the Office of Readings for today's feast, which um, I'd like for us to, to listen to at length. I'm going to quote portions of it at length here. He said in his address, Nazareth is a kind of school where we, we may begin to discover what Christ's life was like and even to understand his gospel. Here we can observe and ponder the simple appeal of the way God's Son came to be known, profound yet full of hidden meaning, and gradually we may even learn to imitate him. Here we can learn to realize who Christ really is, and here we can sense and take account of the conditions and circumstances that surrounded and affected his life on earth, the places, the tenor of the times, the culture, the language, religious customs. In brief, everything which Jesus used to make himself known to the world. Here, everything speaks to us. Everything has meaning. Here we can learn the importance of spiritual discipline for all who wish to follow Christ and to live by the teachings of his gospel. So already we can, I think, begin to see what prayerful meditation on Nazareth can teach us. I think you can sense, when you listen to Pope St. Paul VI, you can sense the reverent imagination um, as he reflects on these, these hidden years, these 30 hidden years. And he's going to go on to, to give his audience three simple lessons that he takes away from these, uh, from these hidden years, from the school of Nazareth, as he, as he calls it. It's not a thorough treatise. It's not an exhaustive um, list of, of lessons we take away. But rather, I think it's just three short points of reflection, which we can take into our own meditation to further digest. So, first he says... First, he says, we can learn from its silence. 
If only we could once again appreciate its great value. We need this wonderful state of mind, beset as we are by the cacophony of strident protests and conflicting claims so characteristic of these turbulent times. Now remember, this is 1954. (laughs) I think this speaks even more so to our times today. He goes on and says, "The, The silence of Nazareth should teach us how to meditate in peace and quiet, to reflect on the deeply spiritual, and to be open to the voice of God's inner wisdom in the counsel of his true teachers. Nazareth can teach us the value of study and preparation, of meditation, of a well-ordered personal spiritual life, and of silent prayer that is known only to God. Second, he goes on, we learn about family life. May Nazareth serve as a model of what the family should be. May it show us the family's holy and enduring character and exemplifying its basic function in society, a community of love and sharing. Beautiful for the problems it poses and the rewards it brings. In some the perfect setting for rearing children. And for this, there is no substitute. Finally, he says, in Nazareth, the home of a craftsman's son, we learn about work and the discipline it entails. I would especially like to recognize its value, demanding yet redeeming, and to give it proper respect I would remind everyone that work has its own dignity. On the other hand, it is not an end in itself. Its value and free character, however, derive not only from its place in the economic system, as they say, but rather from the purpose it serves. So these are three thoughts from the Holy Father taken from the school of Nazareth, which the Pope offers us silence, family life, and the dignity of work. And there's much more, again, we can learn. I I think I, I particularly love the lesson that we get from today's gospel, from the presentation in the temple. I'm thinking back now on my own upbringing. And we see in this gospel today One of the first acts of the Holy Family, which you might say serves as a kind of bedrock for their family life, and that is in placing a priority on religious obligations, a priority on worship. They humbly submit themselves in obedience to their religious obligations as a family, and God blesses them through Simeon. It's not to say that their lives are going to be easy. God does bless them, but we know that um, we know that great suffering lies ahead, and Simeon prophesies that to Mary. It's the same with us. Um, but what we do know is that God will strengthen them, as He will our families, with the encouragement that we need if we show up 
like Mary and Joseph, meeting our religious obligations as a family in a spirit of obedience and humility. I think those are great lessons we can take away from the Holy Family as well. And we know that God loves families. He is the author of the family. And God himself, in his own inner life, is a family of persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we know that even those, who, even those families who have been wounded by sin, and that's all of us, all families, to a certain degree, we know that God is going to bless those families still who submit to His, submit to his grace, who stay open to, to love as God desires, and continuously turning to the Holy Spirit to uh, allow our hearts to be purified and healed. I think we can imitate the Holy Family today um, by keeping our holy appointments for prayer and worship and trusting that the Holy Spirit will, will heal us. Um, I think that's a, great, that's a great way to just conclude our meditation today. Let's call upon the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Bring healing to those places in our hearts and in our families where we've been wounded. And let's ask for the intercession of uh, the Holy Family today for each one of us um, in a special way. That they will be close to us and teach us what it means to be a, a holy family.